Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick Roycey, if you can't be unchained <laughs> this uh, Monday, we're I, never going to get you unchained. Well, I did. I've heard people saying the Twins haven't done really anything special this year. I'd say getting shut out twice by Detroit in three games after not getting shut out by them in 89 games, that's pretty damn special, wouldn't you say? And only one of those was a seven-inninger. Yesterday, just to prove it wasn't a fluke, they got shut out in a nine-inning game against the Mighty Tigers, who, by the way, I was making jokes early this year about the battle, this was going to be a season-long battle for fourth. Now Kansas City has entered the fray after their bad start. <laughs> yes. So it's a battle for third. But Detroit is younger, better, better in the field, better at the plate, way better pitching than the Twins have. It's a mismatch. It's a mismatch. I don't know how these, you know, they miraculously came back and won a couple of games against them right before the All-Star game that week. But They swept them. By the time the Twins get done unloading before this month's over, this is, I think they can lose 100. <laughs> don't you? I think they can lose 100. Because, Might know, as well shoot for it at this point. Uh, they finished, we made the comparison to 2011. Mm -hmm. They finished 19 and 50 in 2011, the last two and a half, you know, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're not going to have Brios. I think they're going to trade him. You're not going to have Taylor Rogers. They're going to trade him. You're not going to have, uh, you know, I think they'll try to get rid of Donaldson for sure. Uh, and Cruz is going to be gone. I think they got a chance to finish 19 and 50. How many they got left? 79 about? Well, and they're also playing a lot of good teams now. Yes, real teams. The amazing yeah. thing is the is terrible start. It's bad teams. What's the record now? They lost three, so I think they're, uh, like, what they are 39 they? and 53. 39 and 53. So they have played, is that 92? Yes, that's 92, right? Okay. So they only, they have 70 left. I think they, you know, so they went and finished 19 and 50 the last. Let's give them one more win. 20 and 50. I got them at 20 and 50. Mm -hmm. 59 103, tying the worst record ever that they had only, uh, that got Terry Ryan fired, right? Yes. 2016. Which would be a remarkable accomplishment. Yes, it would. You know what I saw today, and I guess it was Phil Miller's story, that this is the first time they've been 17 games out of first since 2017. Mm-hmm. They, that's when they made the one-game wild card. Mm-hmm. So, 
at one point that year they were 17 games out of first. I don't remember it, but but but, but I mean I know they were. They gave up. They traded guys, and then, then yeah, they, they got Garcia then, for the one start. You remember yeah, that? And then they were the best team in the in the Central for the rest of the year. They, they finished strong, but uh, but they were seventeen behind at one point that year. Now I believe that the wild card game that year they were in it with. 84 wins, was it? And the Yankees were in it with damn near 100. I think there was like a 14-15 yeah, right. game difference in wins that year. Yep. So, so something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a disgrace, man. It was an absolute disgrace to uh, the way they played this weekend. Such a disgrace. I watched about four innings in three in two days. I I watched. I, I couldn't stand golf it. instead during the. I morning watched hours? a lot of golf. Yeah, I watched. Hell, I was watching the Barbasol Open instead of them yesterday. <laughs> for God, I, I uh, it's uh, boy, is that brutal. You know who their MVP is? Polanco. It's, I mean, it's a small distinction. Yeah, I was going to say, but he's the only guy I, trying. I give it no thought. He's the only guy trying. He's you know he goes up and gives you an at bat each time, right? Yes. He's trying to give you an at bat. Yes. He you know what? The 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 phenom catcher, he's hitting one eighty. Jeffers. He's mm-hmm. now down to one eighty. Yeah, he's had a terrible year. And the play. other guy's hitting hundred and twenty. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you, what are you, what why are they here? Why is why are either of them here? <laughs> why are they I mean, I know Garber's hurt, so okay. Yeah. But Will Willie Ostadio can't be such a horrible catcher that you'd rather have Ben Rortvet here, who would be hitting sixth for the Meesville Mudhens. He, he somehow he hit a home run the other day. It was a miracle. By the way, I like him. I talked to him in Florida. Good kid. No, it's not. Per- it's like never him. personal. Not personal. But he's never a five foot nine guy catcher who can't hit. He's got no chance. He's uh, you know and. Somebody, as I say, hit the home run, and God, it was a miracle. But uh, what's he doing here? What's what? What's the point? Is he what's, sounds like what, a question about life? What is he going to develop into? I, I wonder know. if if he gets more experience, he'll develop into a one fifty hitter. Is that what we're hoping that that somehow? He's no he Glenn can, Borgman. I'll give him that. Oh no, Glenn Borgman was Glenn Borgman. We'd be having parades for him. <laughs> now these, I think these two guys are a little. Pluckier than Glenn was. Glenn, Glenn, I covered Glenn. I love Glenn. I but, but Glenn, Glenn wanted to go back to Patterson, New Jersey, and be a fireman. He would. They. He like. He wanted to do that because that was the family business more than be a baseball catcher. He just was stuck with talent. <laughs> stuck with. <laughs> he talent. had the curse of baseball yeah, talent. Some did enough to get. I think it was like a second rounder or something like that. Big, strong catcher. Just. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, disgraceful. It was absolutely disgraceful. And so disgraceful that even Rock, uh, Doc Rock uh, hinted at disappointment in the fellas' effort yesterday. Yes, he did. Yes, he, yes it was. Uh, yes, he it did. It wasn't blatant, but it was. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, Eric Curry uh, calling me to. Make fun of the twins, but we'll have to get it. We'll have to get get that close later. personal friend of yours, though. Eric Curry is a close personal friend of mine, and was fired by the twins back in uh, 2010 or 11. So their struggles, I don't think he finds terribly disappointing. <laughs> 
I'm sure there's some a few people along that line that we could yes, name. Yes, yes, there have. So uh, anyway, it's uh, you know, it's it's unbelievable. But you do have Otani coming. Is anybody gonna go watch Otani? I'm gonna. This, yeah. this is the damn. Yes. This is the, be great. Did you you didn't happen to see the replay? Or I was watching the Angels yesterday. He to hit, play it first. He hit. He yeah. hit a routine ground yes. ball to first base. It was like Buxton to a first baseman who was ten feet away from the bag, and he beat it. I know. It was amazing. I saw it on Twitter. And you know when you when you when you see Buxton running, you know he's fast. Yeah. But these this guy a lot of it is reaction and instinct, but. I mean, I I wrote this Sunday that about a month ago, mm-hmm. you know, I was the hitting and the fielding and all that. I mean, the hitting and the pitching is all that was obvious. And I'd heard somebody say, and he's fast too. So I said, I took fast as, you know, who? Brian Dozier fast or something like that, you know, fast. Now, not like top five in baseball right. fast. Faster than Trout, and uh, he had a ground ball to shortstop. The shortstop, it was a little bit towards the shortstop hole, but the shortstop picked it up smooth and made a strong throw, and he beat it. And it was the ball was hit, you know, three hops, boom, 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 mm-hmm. and it's a routine out, and he beat it. I said, "What? <laughs> what is this?" And uh, I mean, this there's never, we've never had an athlete like this. We've never had a guy. No, no. no, I mean the forget the pitching and the hitting, but this good an athlete, you know, he he could obviously be a great outfielder if he wanted if they played yes. him out there. So yes, I'm and, telling and you, he's got to be two twenty, doesn't he? With that size, yeah, he probably is. They're saying yeah. he's he's listed at like two oh three, which is when he was it's probably a between two fifteen two twenty. Yeah, he's he's low, he's solid. But I mean, this is the damnedest thing I think since just as far as uh, freaks go since Bo Jackson. It is. Because Bo it Jackson is. was a complete yeah, freak. and Bo Jackson was, you know, an incredible, uh, you know, Joe Bo, Joe Bo was probably a, a half a stride faster yeah. to first base, but only a half but a I stride. I mean, his, his arm, his ability to play two sports. Yes. You know, now Otani does two things, which yes. is incredible. Yeah. But it's just that nature of you watch it and you're all amazed. I got news for you. This kid could be a football player if he wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, that size and that, uh, you know, he could be a tight end, put another 15 on him and uh, he would be something. But, uh, yeah, he's worth I, I would guess he's going to pitch. He's pitching tonight and he's been pitching every sixth day. So he should pitch Sunday. Okay, good. I would think. And he and and, and yet it'll give him enough time because he's pitching Monday. Sometimes they give him the next day off. Sometimes they don't. But he should be dh and. At least Thursday and Friday, and then pitching Sunday, I would guess. It's going to be one of the few reasons oh, to go yes. to Target Field the rest of the summer. So, Burritos uh, talked to the fellas. I didn't know. At least Phil had the story. I would I imagine he might have did a little session down by the dugout yesterday. But he basically laid down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. No bargain. Which didn't surprise me one bit. No, 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 no. He's not. I mean, they... They renegotiated with uh, Kepler and uh, Polanco, and he was looking around, waiting for his deal then. And uh, but he didn't want to give up free agency, you know, time. Right. So they didn't make a deal with him. But uh, I, I think you'd have to blow their socks away to get him at the end of this month. 
I think they're yes. going to. I think you'd have to get it up. But he's there's no chance they're going to sign him. After Lance Lynn gets nineteen mil a year, I agree with you. He's right. He's. Tw- I don't know if twenty five does it. I don't know if twenty five a year does it. So, I think it might be have to be higher. So if they don't trade him. What are they doing? Because I think you're right. I don't think you're going to now. Now, if you thought you had a chance to sign him, I'd keep no, him. No, you don't. But but his comments now are reflective of how he's felt, which is one: he, he wants to be paid like an ace. Yeah, and the, the other quote was, "I've been waiting and yeah, waiting." Yeah. Well, you know what he thinks, and he might not be wrong. He thinks the Twins are cheap because mm-hmm. he's made comments before that have shown that he's not thrilled. And the last thing, I'm sorry, but the manager treats him like he's the fourth starter. Yeah, like there have been a degree. lot of times where I'm sure he wants trust. Yeah, and you get the old A's. Well, but, well, but here's, great job. Here's so. the most shocking thing that he said yesterday. They haven't talked to him yet. The Twins have not talked to him and his agent yet. Yeah, for this year, are you? Aren't you make taking your best shot between now and the? July 30th? Yes. I mean, this is it, right? I, I assumed that when... You have... Look at your pitching staff. You have nobody else. You don't have another starter. You got a number two and 12 zeros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you got 12 10 starters, and you got... He's the only one you got. Didn't you assume when the Ken Rosenthal report on Buxton came out on Friday that they were talking to... That they had to be talking to both Buxton and Bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Buxton is... I mean... Do you think? Do you think the way to get Buxton signed is to insult him no. with no. an offer that has no chance? No, he's already mad at you from three years ago. Mm-hmm. He's deep in his heart. I, I think they both they both would like to leave. Well, I think they both would like to leave. Then get something for one of them right now. Well, here's the problem, though. Uh, you got to get something. You can't. On neither of them, though, can you take uh, Diallos, Guerra, and uh, whoever the hell the guys were. I can't remember. Who they get from the Mets for so- Johan? Oh, I don't remember. You the can't names. make that kind of a deal. You got to get. Yes. If somebody wants Barrios, it has to be a good farm system where they're giving you their third best and their sixth best or something, right? You might not get their one, their first or second. They, they're going to have to give you two of their top six, right? Mm-hmm. And one of whom's close, right? And then with Buxton, yeah, you might have to take a little less, but, uh, you know, because I, I wouldn't trade Buxton. I, I would wait and uh, make him, you know, see if he can play some games and increase his value for the trading market well, in December. I would like them to keep Barrios if I thought there was a realistic chance they could sign him, but the story that came out to me leads down the path of there's not. Yes, and I don't think there was any surprise in that. I I didn't. I. Uh, but didn't, how are they not talking to him? Uh, I don't. That's know. That's what I don't understand. I do not know how these guys operate. I'm I'm uh, a little confused by it. Uh, now, I'm wondering if they might say, "Well, we did ask the old." You know, they won't say. You know, they, they keep secrets on this stuff, but. They might tell you off the record that they they asked the agent if he wanted to start negotiations, and he said no or something. It sounds like he doesn't really. It sounds like he wants to be a free agent, yeah, and see what's there, you know. And I don't so, blame him for that. Which, of course, also hurts you when you're trying to trade him. If he's telling, if the agent's telling people he's going to become a free agent, you know, 
no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. So, but that's always an idle threat. If you give a guy enough money, he's, he'll sign with you. Do you believe the who wants him? Who, who? Where will he go? Who needs him? Right now, if he's determined mean, by July thirtieth, yeah. Who? I mean, the Mets he, could use him. Houston, Toronto, could, Houston could, could really use him. Houston, if they want to win, yeah. And this is, but they got Korea walking already, yeah. And they probably don't don't want to pay him. Don't want to, uh, yeah. But but they they would trade for him, trying to win this year. You know, if if they would put right. trade for him, and if you know, and then maybe next year, but and then but they wouldn't sign him. Uh, but they would try to win with them, and it'd be interesting to see uh, who would, uh, you know, what would what they give up. The other amazing angle on this team is Sano not playing. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> yeah. They're not. Yeah, I mean, batting him eighth. Yep. They, they, what they, when he plays. Yeah, when and they plays. pinch hit for him on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We're a rise, a rise pinch hit for him. Against a right-handed pitcher. So I missed the Donaldson arise spat in the dugout. Oh, it was good. Did they show it on TV? Yes. Uh, I think they had to because... Was it on national I, or something? No, no. I think it was... Uh, I believe their feed is coming from Detroit. Oh, So okay. I don't think they have their own cameras now. Because during the course mm-hmm. of the game Saturday, we got about 18 shots of a very drunk, celebrating former Tiger reliever Phil Coke. In a suite, he was in, and they kept showing him celebrating. Uh-huh. And finally, Morneau said, "That's uh, that's uh, Phil Coke, the former." So I think they are taking the feed from Detroit. So they came back from a break and showed what Arise did to tick off Donaldson because Arise was jumping around. He was jumping. Base. He was jumping around, and he turned his back. He turned his back to home plate to look at where the outfielders were positioned, and he wasn't taking a lead. Really, he was right by the bag uh, because. He didn't want, want to be caught off base, and Donaldson called timeout, and then they showed between innings, they started talking in the dugout about it, mm. and Josh was gesticulating at, uh, yeah. at at Rise, and then they went down the tunnel and talked about mm-hmm. it. So. Okay, so it wasn't like they're going to come to blows. No, no, like no. It was, yeah. I think Rise was trying to explain himself, and Donaldson said, my guess is Donaldson said, I don't care, don't be moving around at second base yes. when I'm trying to hit. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't blame him for that, but Morneau should be able to identify Phil Coke because he probably faced him 25. Yep. In this, every time he came up in the seventh inning against Phil Detroit Coke. for five years, he probably ran into Phil Coke. So Phil, Coke. But Phil was uh, overserved in the suite. It very, looked like he was very, going very happy for the Tigers. You would have thought the Tigers were really good in beating a good team. But they kept showing it. There's no third way that place, Pally's would have shown Third that. place for the Tigers would be a fantastic. Put AJ. I like AJ Hinch. Put AJ Hinch in the contention for manager of the year. You know what? I think he's going to be good. I, th- I think they're going to oh, pop up. I think he's up. a good manager. I think they're going to pop up and be pretty good by next season. I think he's a good manager. And uh, the whole thing in Houston knocked some of the arrogance out of him because he was an arrogant. Oh, was he? He was a very good manager, but very okay. arrogant. Well. Arrogant. So, uh, how about? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is. Oof. When do the Vikings uh, hit the field? A week from Wednesday. So still another week. Huh? Another week. Yep. We're is, starting that, late is, is it because of the players they're starting later now? Uh, you know, that's a good one. It, I mean, weren't they it, it like was, July 20th it was or so with three days of rookies? and then yeah. It was ordinarily what would it used to be what would be the end of this week. Mm-hmm. Like Friday, this yeah. Friday. Uh, but And it might be the pandemic too. I don't know. It's a good I, question. I bet it's a play. It's, it's some of the things that the players were able to. I have never been so excited for training camp to start as I yeah. am right now. Yeah, but I don't like it because it's here. Oh no! I man. mean, there's no, yeah. there's no 
vibe to it. You know, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to Mankato. Mm-hmm. Go down to Mankato. See the boys. Let the fans show up. Uh, yep. You know, let Mettlers do a little business. Come I told on, you they're, they're going to charge for some practices yeah, this year. Yeah, I know. I know. They're they're unbelievable. The profiteers of all time. And they get the pull ads always get hell for being cheap. And, the, and nobody, nobody gets mad at Ziggy charging you for, you gave him a free $1.15 billion stadium. He wrote out a check for $42.50. Everything else came from you and the, you know, sponsors and everybody else. He spent nothing. And now he's making $200 million a year. And you're saying, oh, well, if he's going to charge me uh, yeah, 15 I was bucks told for, people don't care. 15 bucks from practice, they don't care. No. I was told they do not care. No. Yeah, it's true. And there is nothing worse than football practice. It is watching paint dry. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing, if they're doing something on the main field out there, and letting you sit in the stands, unlike Mankato on the practice fields, you could see a little. You, whatever they were doing, you would at least be able to see it. Because in Mankato, when they put you in that bleachers and they were practicing out there. Well, that the was chilly. Chilly would move them. So there, the there were three fields. He'd move them to the middle. He'd them on the third field sometimes <laughs> by the dorm. And the fans are uh, clear yeah. back. Yeah, that was. Uh, what do we do? And uh, and they got it figured out. So you can't uh, hound them for autographs, do right? Well, because of I the mean, pandemic. Last year, they didn't. Players are players will. They might be throwing autograph stuff into the crowd. OK, so there, there's but no there's not going to do them. Nope. Nope, I think they're going to try and get former players to do it, but they're not going to have current players. Oh, really? So those okay. things are out, and I think they're going to. Boy, I, that'll uh, that'll really make the players sad. Oh yeah, they'll they'll yeah, hate, they'll hate that. I, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be very very upset that they can't sit there for however long they sat there and mm-hmm. sign autographs. Mm-hmm. Well, until what? Fifteen years ago, it was just a gang fight. Oh yeah, for the. For the autograph. And then they started having tables and stuff and tried to limit it. Yeah, when I started, I think the whole thing was a free-for-all of people standing on the road there in Mankato, or on the sidewalk, trying to get the players as they rode their bikes back to where they were in the shower. Or when they were walking across the street after practice. Yep. But, uh, you know, you should should go someplace. Although nobody's, I mean, Green Bay hasn't gone anyplace for what? Ever twenty five years, they used to go to St. Norbert's. Yeah, well, but they still claim that that's their their training camp headquarters because they still stay there. Oh, but they don't practice. But they don't there. practice there. They, they practice right at uh, at um, the fields right. The Not practice fields right uh, we aren't getting daily updates on a Rod on uh, Rogers. Yeah, well, there's nothing going on. I guess Murphy was asked about it. Mark Murphy, who's the president, was asked about it last week at the shareholders gathering that they do. And somebody clearly told him to shut up because he said, there's really nothing to report on that now. Oh, before really? he couldn't shut up. Yeah. So somebody finally said, look, every time you open your mouth or write something, yeah. you're pissing them off. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. For the past 163 years and even more, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. Minnesota spans more than 83,000 square miles. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? 
options. Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who has only one company to deal with. You have no options. At the Canopy Group, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 30 professionals to deal with. As your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best insurance options available today. Well, they got to make up their mind, though, if he's not there for two weeks, right? Yes. They're going to start finding him? They'll threaten to, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they, if he comes back, they'll probably forgive the whole thing. But they've got to, at some point, because there's a bunch of people that still think he's going to show up. I'm not so sure I he's going to show up. show up. No. You no. Know, I don't think it's He's as headstrong as it gets. Yeah. that. But how much of his money can they go after? Well, if he doesn't show up, they can go after... I Not the whole signing, but not the whole signing. Just a prorated yeah, share. Yeah, probably the, prorated, yeah. So, But, I mean, he'll forfeit, obviously, his entire salary for the season if he doesn't yeah, show up. Yeah. Not playing. No, he could. But if he would have opted out the COVID thing, then he couldn't have... He can't change his mind on that, right? He would have, would have had to not played this year. Yes, right? and that was July 2nd. And if he had not played this year, then what? Then Does I think then they told, he become a free agent? No, I think they told the contract. They just, yeah, the NFL just. Like, I think just, Pierce's contract, when 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 Michael Pierce didn't play for the Vikings last year, I think his contract just stopped just, and transferred. To and so 2000. it just became a year longer? Yes. But just, which gives them an extra year to not pay him if they want to get out from underneath yes. it. So. Well, I think they're going to be good, and I have no interest in going out and watching them and listening to the cliched quote. So it's. Uh, I think we're still are doing, they going to be zooming? I was just going to say I don't know how we're doing this yet. They they have not released official media rules yet. Not that there's a hell of a lot of difference. Well, yeah, when but I like talking to people. Yeah, but if you can get in the, if you can get in the locker room and talk to a guy sitting there, but right? Having them go to a podium with. But I like Zim. Around. But I like Zim not being zoomed because yes. the problem with Zoom, no follow ups. Yep. You know, you ask your question, they cut your mic. Yep. With Zim, because Zim, your goal is to get him going. Oh sure. And then keep him going. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, two years ago? What was the controversy out there that he was? It was easy to get him mad about. Kickers, maybe kickers. I don't know what was it. Sure. I mean, it was out there, but it was Take in your training. Pick of the year. It was in training camp, and he was irritated one day, and and he was he, he came out. That's when he made everybody walk around a building to do the, you oh, know, that's right. do the interviews, and then he was, uh, you know, and then he said something disparaging about all the media that was, you know, there. And I like Jim when he's pissed. Yeah, I do he's, too. He's ordinarily pissed too. Yeah, I think he wakes up pissed. Mm-hmm. He's uh, and uh, he should really be irritated this year because uh, this is it. If they don't, oh yeah, I, I think beyond. I yes. think they got to win a game. I think they got to win a playoff game. I think they have to win at least one. Yeah, I do too. I, I think I think getting in the playoffs is not going to get her done. If they have everybody healthy and they do exactly what they did two years ago, so they beat the Saints in the first round, and then uh-huh. they, they go to, to San Francisco and get their ass kicked, which they did. Yes, I think that might not be enough. Now, if you lose a close game to San Francisco, mm-hmm. that's different. But they got embarrassed. Yes, they did. Well, I'm not on. sure that keeps you around. That's anymore. been a Zim tradition. I know the last game but of the season. That's what I'm saying. Is that what could... was the last game of the season last year? Was it another humiliation? No, it was win? Detroit, and both teams didn't care, and the Vikings won. Vikings won, but 
basically every year, whether it's the regulars, well, the Bears here. The Bears was, here. The Bears was the worst. Yep. And uh, when they could have made the playoffs. But Philadelphia, San Francisco, uh, yeah, they pretty much, uh, the tradition has been to, the last one's been a mm-hmm. moinker. But uh, what is he tenure-wise now? Third behind, uh, he's third, right? He's be- yeah, he's, he's only behind Dennis and, uh, and Bud. And, oh, here, oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the league right now. Oh, the league right now. He's probably got to be top he's five. He's pretty dude. high, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's third. Because this is year yep. seven, right? Yep, because Van Brocklin was six. Van Brocklin, uh, yeah, he was six. And uh, Bernsey was six, right? Bernsey was 86, 86 to, 91. to 91. yep. Yeah, they had two sixes. So, uh, he'll, uh, yeah, he's, he's third. So, you know, what the hey? It'll... Uh, you know, they, I think the stuff they did in the offseason was pretty impressive, what they did with their with their uh, defenses. They, I mean, they got they got every every run stopper, pass rusher they could get their hands on. A lot of it depends on Hunter's neck, obviously. Yep. Who else they got to rush the passer now? Hunter and The right else? end, they really don't have one. They're, they're, they tried to sign a couple guys in free agency and couldn't do it. Um so they're going to and they're going to use Sheldon Richardson inside in passing situations. Yeah, that's good. Now, get, now one, Pierce big one of the big oafs out of the way. Right? Now Pierce can't rush the passer, but there was an Ian Rappaport report, to, report today. He hurt his calf, and we don't know how long he's out. He hurts his calf. That's a lot of calf. That's what that's Declan a big was fella. saying. That's what that's Declan big, said. That's not a little tweak from. Uh, you know, uh, Nick Gordon. That's yep. not like Nick Gordon tweeted tweeting his calf. That's, uh, that's that's for sure. That's exactly right. So who's the guy that we called the top brought in last year to replace Danielle that went traded six weeks later and ended up leading the sacks anyway? And, yeah, where's he now? Uh, he is in Las Vegas. He went to Baltimore. They traded right? him to Baltimore, and, and he didn't, didn't he, do much. No, no, he was he had a bad year for mm-hmm. him. Uh, and then I think Vegas signed him to a pretty big contract in free agency. And they ended up what, giving up a two and getting back a three, a three? Yeah. so they only lost. Oh, okay, all right. But it turned out he didn't like how to many, stop the run, so that's a problem. How many uh, did our guy uh, Rick? Uh, how many draft choices this year? Way below, way below was, fifteen, yeah. right? Only about ten. Well, they didn't have a because they lost their what? They lost a seventh round pick in some type of illegal act, league activity. So they. What was the illegal league activity? They, they we were ever find out? Pick, they, I don't think they had a pick, Pat. I don't think they had a pick after the fifth round. I think they had picks in the fifth round. And then Rick, Rick, who's known for his love of seventh rounders, didn't have one. Hmm. Hold on a second. I'm trying to find here for you. Vikings in seventh round pick and penalty. See if I can find it quickly. I believe it had something to do with a practice squad signing. Like, I think it wasn't giving Jake Browning too much money, but it was some (laughs) type of weird thing where they gave... Extra money to a they, undrafted free agent. They vi- yep, they violated the salary cap. No, 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 I can't do that. It stems from a, yeah, good job, Dex. The violation stems from a practice squad player's contract in 2019. We don't know what, though. Not as good as when Suchi Boy cost him a third-round draft choice when he was the beat guy out at Midway Stadium. Oh, I don't remember this. What Linebacker you named Paul Harris. Yeah. And this was back when you could only have one-day tryouts, right? Okay. And Such noted that Paul Harris was there for the second day on his tryout, not having any 
knowledge that this was it. And the NFL used to get the newspapers <laughs> and look for stuff. And Such, they ended up getting, Such ended up costing them a third rounder. You're they took me. a third, I think it was a third rounder. Paul Harris, I think, was the guy's name, a linebacker that he innocently, innocently wrote like one sentence about. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Bud, Bud. Uh, I guess excuse Sid for his, I mean, uh, Joe for his na- naivety. You would be banned from the facility oh for, God, life. for life now. You'd yes. be like the guy that threw the, the ball at Verdugo in and Yankee this, Stadium. I thought he'd never get back in. This was when they were practicing at Midway, so uh, it had to be before the twin season was done, sometime in early September. And I don't know how soon it came down, but I think maybe it was almost after the end of the season they announced that the before the draft that the Vikings had lost a third rounder because of illegal tryouts Su- for Paul Such was, was a, a, you know, a Hawkeye when it came to <laughs> looking for well, violations. I'm sure he was saying, who's that guy? And so, yeah, How mad was Sid? Well, oh, I'm sure Sid was very upset with him. It cost him a third rounder. Yes, he was that very upset. Great. I think it was a third round. Maybe it was further down. I'll have to. But but he did cost him a draft choice. <laughs> That's for sure. Did you see? Did you see the graphic on Saturday? You probably didn't. That our friends at Bally Sports North put up came I'm, up with. Now this is I'm during the shutout. Right. This is during the no, shutout. No, the pregame before okay. the doubleheader on Saturday. I'm looking at the graphic right now, mm-hmm. but it is an all timer. You're going to okay. love this. Is it very uh, positive? <laughs> it takes positive to a new level. Okay. Okay. It's titled so up top. Second half surge, question mark? Okay. And then below that it says, just for a point of reference, wildcard era began in 1994. Okay. So it has the Twins, 12 games back in the wildcard race. Then the next thing is 53-20 and 20 record in second half, a 726 win percentage would get you to 92 wins. Okay, that's not that's probably unlikely. Then they've got the best 73 game stretch in MLB since 94, the Diamondbacks 52 and 21 in 1999. Okay. And then the lowest win total to make the playoffs since 94, the Padres 82 wins in 2005. Okay, they were so trying they to, have, trying to say that it ain't over yet. Huh? Yep, yep. In fact, in fact, so what, they put, what, what would it cost to get? What would it take to get to eighty two then? Because uh, uh, they lost three, so a thirty nine. So at that point, they were thirty nine and fifty. Right? Yes, yes. So uh, to get to eighty two, they would have had to go forty three and some damn. Thing. It's very know. unlikely as yes, well. Yes, yes. So yeah, they're on. Uh, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough second. Uh, it's going to be a tough last forty percent of the season for the boys trying there's to sugarcoat no one there. this. And there's going to be no one at the ballpark. Look at this. Forty uh, percent of your audience can't watch the games. Yep, they're the lucky And ones. now you're terrible, and everybody hates you because uh-huh. you, you, we all, and we're all part of this. We built up this team. Is this the year? Uh-huh. And now you're terrible, and you're going to lose a hundred games. It's going to be, it's going to be un. Well, you know they they celebrated. We're open full house week, and I think they had twenty six one night, right? One afternoon, one night. Yes, I think right. Saturday night they had twenty six. Yes, I'm I'm curious as to if Otani will put any people in the ballpark. 
even though he uses an interpreter, and that, that might that might cause people to uh, <laughs> Stephen Smith. Un- yeah, the interpreter really bothers me. Yeah. Can't watch him play because no, the interpreter. No, no. He was, you know how much all, faster all he'd be without he, an interpreter? All the time he was beating out that two hopper to get at first. Man, if he only had an interpreter, didn't have an interpreter, yeah. we could talk to him about that. You know how fast he'd be then? Yes, right. Jeez. That but was I, among the stupidest. Yes. Of and he hot wouldn't takes. shut up. I listened to the tape. He went on and on yes. and on. I wrote Sunday. He quadrupled down on it. Yes. He just kept going. And then, you know, there's no doubt, and I wrote this, there's no doubt to me. That Stephen A. went home, was laughing at the reaction and saying, "Take that, Skip! Take that in your LeBron's overrated hot take, Skip! Take that, baby!" You know, Skip's really not evolving for how much Skip is getting paid now. God Almighty! He no. did, he's sticking with what, the hits. six mil or something. Yeah. Well, and did, did you see what Stephen A. gets? He gets eight base and four more in incentive stuff. Mm-hmm. He makes twelve a year. Yeah, twelve million a year. And, well, Skip must be making the damn because they tried to put Skip. Back. They were going to have him and Skip back to, go back to arguing with each other. They right? were yes. Skip is, as I said uh, Sunday, uh, the LeBron's overrated. He's got to get a new one because you, you can't. LeBron's overrated, and you can't win with him. Is is that 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 ship has sailed? Where we're not really. We're more worried about the uh, yes. Bucks and the Suns right now. By the way. They're not getting. They're not in any hurry, considering how late the season started and the playoffs started to finish these NBA finals. But Suns and Bucks have been great. We are not too far from back to school time. Always an exciting and busy time of the year. Finding classes, figuring out schedules, and parents helping college-bound children with everything from expenses to housing to transportation. Here's a suggestion to make campus life a lot easier for the younger scholar in your life. A Bintelli scooter from EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Bintelli scooters are the fun, economical way to get around campus in town. They can be parked like a bicycle, so no need to worry about finding parking spaces or paying pricey parking fees. Bintelli scooters were created to offer the highest quality at the most affordable prices. Take advantage of the lowest prices of the year with EcoFun's back-to-school sale on Bintelli scooters starting at just $10.99. Looking for greener transportation solutions? EcoFun also carries a full line of lightweight, dependable electric Bintelli bicycles. EcoFun, specializing in economical, fun transportation at prices for everyone's budget. Check out the back-to-school sale now at EcoFun Motorsports Forest Lake. Online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. It has been. been terrific. But the why they don't play every other day I have no drives idea. me crazy. Yes. But it is a great, it's a fun finals. That game, uh, that game for Thursday, mm-hmm. Thursday, right? Or yes. was it Wednesday? No, it was Wednesday because they played Wednesday, Saturday. Hand-to-hand combat, man. Yes. That was a brutal battle. They had yes. some referee, they had some old-time I don't know who was refereeing, but they had some old-time bad boy era referees, man. You went to the basket, and you better come out of there bleeding, else you weren't going to get a foul. It mm-hmm. was it was really something. And this uh, this center for uh, Phoenix, he ain't backing down from anybody either. Oof, no, he's good. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I really Aiden, like him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I, I I don't think Devin Booker is calling up and telling his team that they got to get him cat to play in the middle. No. I think he likes what he's got. No, I think he's fine. <laughs> I think he's absolutely fine. But, boy, talk about old school. Bucks haven't won it in 50 years, and the other teams never won it, and they came in the league together, 
I haven't seen a lot about the Luel Sindor Neil Walk. Uh, you told me about it. I haven't heard anybody talking about that. Phoenix should still be mad. <laughs> they lost the coin flip. They got Neil Walk instead of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks and Kareem's been back at games. Yeah, saw him and the, the big O a couple games Is ago. That right? Yeah, well, a bunch of the guys who were on that championship team went to would have been game four in in um, the Pfizer uh, Forum. The Bucks and uh, the uh, that Oscar and him was one of the great combinations of all time. Oscar was still really good then, and you know he was a rebounder, assist, scorer type of guy. He was one of the first. Well, before there were triple doubles, and we made a big deal out of it. He was a triple double guy. He was. Uh, he was. He great. averaged one for an entire season, didn't he? Yeah, I believe he did. Early, he was a great, early seventies, great player. Cincinnati Royals. Cincinnati. Yeah. Funny thing is, Cincinnati won the national title. I believe the year after he left back then. Yeah. Then when Ohio State and them were the two big powers, and I think. They had a center named Paul Hogue, who was great, but I think they won it with. They didn't. Did they win it back to back? I don't think they did. They won it. They upset Ohio State somewhere along the line, and I think Oscar was gone by then. I don't think Oscar won it. I think Oscar was, you know, made him very prominent and very. And the Royals struggling. went where? Or who did, who did the they become? Rochester Royals became the Cincinnati Royals, became the Kansas City Kings, became okay. the Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings. So okay. they moved four times. But Rochester, New York Royals were the Lakers' main rivalry because geographically the NBA was a bit screwed up because the Rochester Royals, much like the Baltimore Colts in, in the NFL, were in the West. They were in the West. Really? Yeah, they were in the West. The NBA the has a Royal. great history. Yes. It's oh, a it great does. history. Oh, it does. And it was so you know, small time. You know, well, the Lakers, God love them. All those titles, at least two, maybe three of the years came there. It was an eight-team league. Boston, too, yeah. It was an eight-team league. The Russell yes, years? Yes, eight-team league. Look at the playoffs. Well, the Lakers, their last year here, went 25-50 and 50 and made the playoffs. <laughs> They were the third. The NHL's embarrassed. Because three out of four teams made the playoffs. Yeah. And they made the playoffs. And then they won. Then they beat Detroit, I believe, in a best two out of three type miniseries. And then, I'd have to look this up, but they played the St. Louis Hawks mm-hmm. in the finals with Pettit, and they end up losing. But I think they... I, I think they won a game or two in the ser- in their last series. I think they were like, and the year before they'd also had a losing record, and they made the the NBA Finals by beating the Hawks in the in a great seven game series, uh, and then lost, then got swept by the Celtics in '59. But but in '60 they were 25 and 50. Their last year here made the playoffs. Did everybody make the playoffs? I take it three out of four. Each each the 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 number one seed wouldn't play, and the second and third place finishers would play two out of three, I think. Okay, and uh, and so the the Lakers beat the Pistons, I think, in uh, Pistons who originally were in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. They were the Fort Wayne Pistons, and then they begin and because of car manufacturing down there. And then they, so it was a natural move. They didn't have to change the nickname because 
Yeah, it's, it worked yeah. perfect. Detroit, it worked. It worked perfect in Detroit. But you go back and look at the Lakers' early years. The like when they were in that other conference, the national. Their first year, they were in the NBL, the National Basketball League, and then there was the Basketball Association of the Americas, which is considered the forerunner. Of the NBA, so not the NBA. So, so the Lakers, their first title uh-huh. does not officially count in NBA records because they won. They give them credit for five, and they won six out of seven years. But the, uh, I mean, you're playing Anderson, Indiana, and Oshkosh, and it's like a CBA I mean, schedule. Yeah, look at the well, uh, the, the teams are teams. that's it. The, the, the basketball was. No, there was just this little. Yeah. The only time they packed their arena was, you know, if they got the finals or something, they would. But the only time they packed it was when they played the Globetrotters in serious games. They yep. played the Globetrotters in, you can look it up, 50, 51, 52, something like that. They played in uh, Chicago Stadium, 19,000. And it was like the hottest ticket of all time the first time they played. And I think the Globetrotters beat them the first time. And then they got them back up here and jammed the arena. And I think they played Stewie Thornley's got all this stuff in his books. But uh, but they I, I don't know how many times they played them. But when they were desperate years later, like they they when they were really good and the, and the, and the Globetrotters were playing fairly serious basketball with the, the greatest black players in the world, then the NBA started integrating and. Mm-hmm. It hurt the Globetrotters. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but they tried to play them again in like 56 or 7 to get some interest and get some people. But uh, by then, the Globetrotters were a comedy act. But when they first played, it was like, this is going to decide who's the uh, number one. Like the champion. And, and pro yeah. basketball team in the wow. world. The Globetrotters or the uh, Lakers. Yeah, there was, you know, they were. They were the, uh, you know, that was a huge. Basketball was weird back then. I love yeah. all the moves, though. Like the Buffalo Braves yes. eventually went out to, what, San Diego? Yeah, they went to San, they were the Buffalo Braves, went to San Diego and did they, and then became the Clippers. The Clippers, right? yes, in San yeah. Diego. Because yeah. when I was a kid, oh, yeah. they were the Clipper. they were in San Diego. Yeah. And yeah. then in the 80s, early 80s, moved to Los yeah. Angeles. And played How does San team. Diego, a town, like the fifth biggest town in the country, end up with the Padres and nobody else. No it's idea. It's unbelievable. I have no I idea. Mean, how do you lose the Chargers, for God's sake? Right. Well, my, right. To, uh, yeah. My favorite AFL team, the Chargers. Watching those games before your time, but they played on Balboa Stadium, and they have the cameras, and it's up there on a hill, a, way, a, a mile probably off the water, mm-hmm. but they'd have the cameras, and they'd show you the water, and it'd be beautiful. Sunday sunny afternoons in November and December and and they had these powder blue unis. I love the powder blue. And they threw it all over the place. Lance Allworth, yeah. And they had Lance, Bambi Allworth oh. was my favorite player and they'd go whoosh, whoosh. and we were watching in Minnesota. Now this was fold up maybe a year or two I was there, but we got the Bears. The Boras Rick Caceres, black and white. God, this stinks. Bears. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this other league comes along, and we got Kurt Gowdy on Sunday afternoons, and they're throwing it all. Daryl LaMonica and these guys are throwing it all over. This is great. Yes. This is football. Plus, 
we, I mean, we love the Rose Bowl team, right? And and all that stuff, and we love college football. But Sandy Stevens was an All American quarterback, and he threw nine passes a game. Mm-hmm. You know, they ran the option, kind of a the the really tight option back then. Zim but, loved it, I'm sure. But but it was, uh, I mean, football was. Somebody should tell the truth. Football was boring as hell until the AFL started. Mm-hmm. They changed the game because they said, they said, you know what? Defense wins championships. Bull crap. Mm-hmm. That not not. They're the first league that says let's outscore the other team. They also had some great at that time young minds. Al mm-hmm. Davis was a oh, he's a football fantastic genius. offensive line. Yeah, he was. He was a football genius. Sid Gilman, who's uh, Sid's buddy from North Minneapolis, was the kind of the he was the first Chargers coach, and uh, sort of the I don't know if he was first, but he was when they got good, and he was a passing guru, genius type of guy. Dark and I were out at La Costa in all our glory in the sauna one day. And Sid Gilman came in. <laughs> Sid Gilman was there every day. Sid, old Sid, showing off his wrinkled old equipment because he was, you know, a bunch of other old Jewish guys in there. And he started telling stories about North Minneapolis and growing up in North Minneapolis and stuff. We were in there with him for two hours. It was really? Great. It was great. Yeah. What a good, what a, I mean, he was a. 85 then probably in his 80s then but it was uh we got a we got a two-hour seminar on north minneapolis and how he became this uh unfortunately i didn't have my uh notebook with me in the in the sauna in the sauna you know but uh, you could be forgiven for that but uh (laughs) i I did have fun going back and telling said that uh, i spent two hours with sid gilman and he remembers you sid he remembered you you know, like, instead of telling him how, how uh, you know, he was telling Sid right. stories for an hour. You know? Right. But, he, I was, you know, he remembered right. you. I was, I was surprised he remembered you. <laughs> but Sid was campaigning for him mm-hmm. to uh, be the gopher coach at one time because he was an assistant at Ohio State. And then, uh, and then I think he was also campaigning for him to be the Viking coach. But a uh, Jewish guy in Minnesota in the early '60s, they weren't going to do that. It was there was still there was still a anti-Semitic vibe around here, hmm. you and everywhere else. He wasn't going to get a. They weren't going to give him the job. So that was that was. Of course, he was also trying to get Bud Wilkinson to leave Oklahoma and come back and coach. You told me about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He. He claims that, of course, just like he had Bill Russell all like that. And Wooden, right? Yeah, all and Wood. He had Wooden, Bill Russell, and he had Wilkinson. If the you, if the administration had only done what they told them to do, the Meadows at Mystic Lake is hosting the 2021 Land of Lakes Legends Classic, August sixth and seventh. See some of the greatest names in the history of women's golf as they compete in the inaugural Land of Lakes Legends Classic, presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake. The Legends of the LPGA Tour is known for its fan-friendly environment, with lots of opportunities for autographs, limited roping, and photo ops after the rounds. To learn more about the August 6th and 7th event, stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com, owned and operated by the Shakopee Minwakanton Sioux community. I told you when I wrote the book, right, it was great. So we're trying to get the book done. and I, Katie and I go out to this town on... Um, 
West in California. It's near uh, the Hearst Castle down the street. I can't remember what the, I think the town's named Cambria. Okay. But, uh, but it was a, just kind of a quaint little place and we were right on the ocean and I was going to write for like five days and we were going to stay there and, and do nothing that we're doing there. So one night I'm hacking away and he's, he's gotten the Gophers to the Rose Bowl and he's gotten the twins here and he's, uh, uh, you know, done numerous other things. And I said, I'm going into the, you you transcribed it. Yes. I'm going into the Viking stuff. I don't think he can take credit for getting the Vikings here because Katie was going to bed at one in the morning. I said, but I'll let you know when you wake up. Yep. <laughs> so I, next morning, I don't know, roused and saw her about 10 in the morning and said, I was wrong. He brought the Vikings here too, dear. <laughs> if I recall correctly too, Strategically, I believe that the book was worked on right after Max Winter had passed. Yeah, yeah right. So Max, who was the one guy who could yeah, have refuted, refuted everything, everything yes. was no longer with us to refute anything. And uh, now Johnny Kudla and Vern Mickelson would uh, would uh, would dispute Sid basically being the chancellor and making every decision to go with the Vikings. They were, uh, they would dispute that. But then Johnny late in life. And I mean, way late in life, late nineties, he lived to be a hundred. Wow. And, uh, called me up one day and said, I want to give you Sid, I want you to write a story and have, give Sid credit for everything. I said, what the hell is wrong with you? No, then I called up one of his kids because I know that. I said, what is he doing? He says, well, he's he's near the end of his life and he doesn't want to have any, you know, he wants to. It wasn't that he wanted to tell the truth. Right. It was that he wanted, if he didn't want Sid to have bad feelings. He didn't want people to have bad feelings about him. And he was a strong, strong Catholic. And, yeah, I was going to say that's and Catholic. It was, it was yes. like his last, last yes. confession. That's that, a religious thing. That he was going to, uh, he was going to give Sid Full credit because he. Did you tell him you it, couldn't? I said, "Yeah, I'm not interested. I can't right be now. doing that." I can't. You no, know, I'm. I'm a. I'm a twice a year Catholic, Johnny. Yeah. I I got guilt too. I can't. I can't tell that lie. It's journalistic perjury is what <laughs> yes, it is. Right, 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 right. Oh, Mickelson though was uh, more outspoken. Do you remember you it. told me so? You after I got done transcribing, we had a bunch of. I don't know if they were testimonials or what at the end of the book. Yeah. And you asked me to get a few of them, like to call people. Yeah. And one of them was Vern. And so I called, you know, and I'm a kid. Yeah. I was Vern, you know, I'm, uh, and, and I didn't know, I didn't know background, you know, Vern, I'm, you know, I'm doing this thing with Patrick Royce. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'd like to, I'd like to get your, I think it was best memory of Sid. And I just got a gruff, you know, yeah. like, I'll think about it and get back to you. Never did. Never got old. No, no. Well, I'm looking to get my head bit off in Rutgers. Sid's last last moment with Vern and me was when I I've told this story 20 times when I was pulling into the wild parking lot and they called me from the office and said Vern Mickelson died. <laughs> Vern Mickelson died. You want to write a column on that? I said, "Oh, I got to write that." So I great guy. I knew him well and There's real nice later guy. in life I got to know him well. Yeah. Drove back in the parking lot at the and I called in Such and said, hey, Vern died. We gave him an old bit. And 
I called in, and then I pulled this one, and you could talk on your alpha phone in the car, you know, and pulled in the parking lot in front of the Star Tribune, get a call. It wasn't Vern Mickelson that died. It was Joey Hutton Jr. that died, (laughs) and Vern told Sid that Joey had died. Oh, no. And Sid got confused and thought Joey had told him that Vern died. So then I I said, uh, I didn't know Joey, you know, who was a good Laker, by the way, and also the son, of course, of the Hamlin legend. But so then I had to, but I got a call out. I called up Vern and said, Vern, I killed you off at, uh, today at the, uh, on my call to the raid. And Stacey, you're wondering why people are calling to leave condolences. And so I wrote a column about Vern making the greatest comeback in the history of basketball. And he lived a couple more years. We had dinner once. He and his, uh, he, he came to J.D. Hoyt's for a big bash one time. And But really good guy. He had a, uh, one of his big keepsakes was an all-star uh, jersey. NBA All-Star jersey with his name spelled wrong. With his, oh, yeah, with his I can name see that. spelled wrong yeah. in the back because I could I have to look it up all the time and got it some whether it was S E N or S O N cuz it was M I K K E L and then S E N or was it O N? Nobody could uh, you know it, it was one of those names that was uh, was uh, but yeah, he was a uh, And then of course Vern was going to Sid was going to trade Vern to the Celtics. And then get the number one pick and get Bill Russell. That was he told. Oh, okay, that, that's what you, he okay. told that story so many times he believed it, <laughs> oh. which Arbach denied. You know later on. So anyway, what else we got? Well, oh hey, Suter and Parisi. So who if you're uh, if you're the Kraken, yeah, who are you taking? The defenseman or the goaltender? Uh, I'm probably taking Susie, the defenseman. Because uh, they probably got other goalies yeah, to take, huh? And I think they can take, so they can take up to three goaltenders. You could take uh, Capo. If I'm the Wild, I think I'd rather they take the goaltender because I can probably replace him with a backup. Is Susie a good player? Susie's a, you know what, he's just solid. Like, he's not mm-hmm. a, he's not. But with but, Suter gone, they're getting thinner on the blue line than they were. Yeah, they're getting out of this in pretty good shape, though. I mean. Susie's replaceable, you know. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As far as that goes, yeah. But you do. You only picture. have. But do you have basically? If you lose Susie, you got three defensemen. Then mm-hmm. yeah, you then. got you got Dumba, Brodeen, Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get that Ian Cole back. I think they're going to sign him back. Yeah, no, yeah. no, there'll be they, a lot of competition for him. But Susie, yeah. I mean, he's just he's a guy that can play a lot. So well, the, the problem becomes that was your strength, right? Yes, your defense. So. Yes, and this goalie is. There's got to be better goalies to take, I would think. Uh, yeah, well, th- that depends. Carey Price is available. He was exposed by Montreal. Mm-hmm. But now it turns out he's got some type of like hip problem that might need surgery, and he's got a big contract. Oh, plus they're sending out well, that. They're sending out that story that he's got a hip problem so they don't take him, right? Here, here's what we don't know. What we don't know is, does the Kraken want to be what the Golden Knights were? Or do they want to take good young players and be more of an expansion team? Except the Golden Knights have made it work. Right. No, I know. You know. But I'm just saying, if you take... But I did part of the Golden Knights' success was the trades they made. Yes. Too, right? But the Kraken had the opportunity to make a bunch of those trades and, and ask for first-round picks back. The oh, team really? said we can't do that. Yeah. So they basically were trying to... They were trying to make the same deals that the Golden Knights made with better returns. Who's making their uh, dis- personnel decisions? 
Ron Francis, the former Hartford Whaler and Pittsburgh Penguin, who was GM in Carolina. With, what would his connection be with these owners, with the Liewickies and uh, and uh, what would his connection be? I think they just liked him. They just interviewed people. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I think they huh. went through a bunch. And you know, he did. Now, he got fired in Carolina. So, if you're a new organization, why not give me somebody not recycled? Because it's hockey. Yeah. They can't help themselves. Yeah, you got to recycle. They can't help themselves. No, it's unbelievable. It is still the Who, biggest. Did they get a coach yet? Uh, yeah, Dave Hackstall. Oh, that's right. The most boring guy in the history of sports. They're not worried about selling, I guess. Well, because they know they're going to sell out. Oh, God. It's but that's the thing is you don't have to win. They no. can sell out for three. They'll sell out for three years. There won't. Minimum. There's no trendier, foo-foo oh, yeah. town and... You know, I hate the nickname, but it was genius because they could walk down the street in some other town out in the mountain or something and, hey, what's that? Cracking. Yeah. That's a cracking. There'll, there'll be, give me yep. one one hundredth percent of the first day's souvenir sales. It'll be unbelievable. There mm-hmm. won't be anybody in. Seahawks stuff. The poor Mariners are going to be like the step, even oh, though even forgotten. they're improved a the lot. Seahawks will be fine, but the yeah, Mariners will yeah. be forgotten. Even though the Mariners are improved quite a bit, having a good year. I told Phil they're, now they're too. They're like the poor stepchildren. I told Phil. Oh, it's going to be. You are this. a hockey guy because you don't have it. You they're they're not going to have an NBA team until they get an expansion team or the Wolves move out there and become the Sonics. Oh, I got news for you. They're the ship has sailed. I said this earlier today. The super you could bring the NBA if you bring the NBA there now in three four years there's going to be zero excitement by then you're going to have a hockey town you're going to have a hockey that's town. like what has the NBA been doing they're dummies but they are not that's the weird thing like this no, is a no but I mean they they they've given up Vegas and Seattle but I would and I would have jumped on jumped on Vegas Vegas was made yes, for the NBA absolutely. Decadence and you know and, and star power. Star power. I mean, hockey and, doesn't have really star power. The NBA is all about star power. Ladies sitting in the front row, yes. with very limited clothing and stuff like that. Yep. I mean, uh, with the you know the the seventy two year old billionaire know, with the twenty four year old gal. Do you in the know front the amount row? of guys that would assign there? Yes. No income tax. Yes. State, there's no yeah. state income tax. Uh, you're in Vegas. Yep. So I it's uh, but they well, I've said this, the quick, the great, great maneuvering of Stern and Silver has gotten them Memphis and Oklahoma City. And that dummy Gary Bettman has gotten Seattle and Las Vegas. I, know. I would uh, say Gary Bettman has done damn well. Would you not? Yes. No, in, in that in that one, he has. All mm-hmm. right, sir. We'll talk to you next week. All righty. It wasn't very unchained. Because it's actually started very the, the twins have become so meaningless that they're not even get they're not even worth getting upset about right now. I, I I'm waiting for other things to get upset about. All right, goodbye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mister Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. 
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.